All right, welcome to the very first episode of Your Vibes Podcast. Uh, started this thing because uh, in the business world, I meet with uh, quite a few people and, and have come to realize that everybody's got a, uh, a different story than, than um, most people know on the surface level. So we're just going to kind of dive in uh, with what we've got. And our first guest today on the first ever podcast is Mr. Uh, Mr. Corey Alter. Welcome, Corey. Thanks so much, Michael. Thanks for having me on for the first podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. I've known Corey for a while now, and I'll kind of get into how we met um, after this. But uh, Corey, uh, guest today, he graduated from Creed Harbin University with a degree in biology and minor in chemistry. Uh, took a different path. Uh, he started his first job in the business world as a financial advisor, and that's kind of how we actually met. Uh, he worked uh, that capacity over two years, small business individuals. Um, after working there, he had some great mentors, uh, was able to secure a job actually as the uh, president of the Dixon County Chamber uh, at the young and uh, whippersnapper age of, of 23. So um, probably one of the youngest chamber presidents around and uh, we're happy to have him. Uh, Corey graduated from Dixon County Leadership, uh, what was it, 2018? 2018, I believe. Yep, that's the year I graduated. Yeah, best class, right? That's always the best class ever. <laughs> Uh, and he's actually uh, currently going through Leadership Middle Tennessee. I know that kind of had to hit a, a little bit of a slowdown with, with COVID, but uh, sounds like everything is hopefully going to get ramped back up. Um, he serves in other capacities on some nonprofit boards and, and volunteers in the community. Uh, he's got a beautiful wife, Kaylee, and a beautiful daughter, Baylor, uh, 18 months old, and uh, loves the outdoors, hunting, fishing, kayaking, anything to do. Uh, outside. So, uh, welcome, Corey. I really appreciate you taking the time to come out this Saturday morning and uh, kind of just chat a little bit about you and, and Dixon and, and kind of everything going on. So, I guess get started. Corey and I met, I was working at Dixon Insurance and he came in with, um, I guess it was Penn Life. Is that right? Yeah, Penn Mutual. Penn Mutual. Yep. Yeah, and they, you wanted to, um, talk business and he came in with with some old man what was that guy's name i believe i came in with uh mac mccreary, mac McCreary i believe that's, that's right. who it he was, was he too. was <laughs> he was he really likes to i mean he was he was one of the top salesmen and uh he's really i mean it's crazy um to see somebody with that much experience come in and me being as young as i was it, it kind of takes you back sometimes you're sure, like oh man sure. <laughs> yeah he came in with his shiny boots on and uh we got to talking, and, and Corey was at the table, and um, had had a good conversation, and, and swapped business cards after, and then I think I we reached out and, and ended up getting some drinks together, and just talking kind of about why you're doing what you're doing and, and what you wanted to do, and um, and about leadership really is kind of where the uh, where the relationship was was molded together. I, I was in leadership at the at the moment, president of the. Uh, second best class 2017 and um so he got interested in that and, and then when i was on the board the year after that and uh Corey applied and and uh, got in uh, with flying colors and, and kind of took it from there so i guess start off you were living in burns at the time right yep so um i i moved to dixon in uh, 2017 when i met my wife kaylee in college uh we got married she's a, a native from white bluff dixon county uh, which is how I got brought here. Um, 
I found that job in Brentwood. I was working in Brentwood. I was living in Burns um, in a rental house there. And um, when I met you, I was still driving back and forth that 40, 45 to, to an hour drive, depending on how the traffic was every day. And I just wanted to get more involved in my community. Um, sometimes it's hard when you're when you're at a young age to, to know exactly what, what to get involved in. Um, you know, when, uh, when I first came in here, you're moving to a completely new community. Mm-hmm. You work from eight to five every single day in a completely different community with an hour drive back and forth. It's hard to get plugged in. Everything happens during the middle of the day. Um, and so when, when I met with you here and then uh, we went out and we, we talked, we spoke, and we, we uh, started talking about leadership, I was like, that's a great opportunity. Um, that's a great opportunity. And from what everybody told me about leadership, they're like, it's pretty much just a submersive class on Dixon County. Mm-hmm. And uh, the relationships you'll make and the people you'll meet through that class is going to be absolutely amazing. Um, and it was nothing short of that. Um, I'm still on the leadership board now. Uh, with my role, my capacity at the chamber, we're heavily involved in the leadership program. A lot of the administrative stuff is ran through our office. And so I would say that the leadership program here in Dixon County was really what helped me get to where I'm at. And um, a lot of that's thanks to you and get me plugged into that. Absolutely. Um, and Corey's actually wearing a, uh, a leadership Dixon County t-shirt right now. For- Unplanned. <laughs> Unplanned wearing a, a leadership Dixon County shirt in. Uh, very fitting. All right, we had to do a little bit of a microphone adjustment on that one. So anyway, back to leadership. Um, I think that's really kind of where um, I got my start as well, too. I mean, uh, just big kudos to leadership. It's a fantastic program. We So I'm originally from Bellevue, um, went to Innsworth High School, then graduated from, from Knoxville after a, a couple pit stops at uh, Mississippi State and, and, and Chattanooga and then um, – Ended up graduating with an economics degree in, at Knoxville and uh, sold pest control actually for, for six months and then got a phone call saying that there was a commercial sales job for insurance available and uh, ended up taking the job and um, moved out to White Bluff and uh, hung out there and then I've, I've since moved to Dixon but uh, was recruited to do some leadership uh, for the class of 2017 and um, met some some really really cool people um, people that I'll consider my friends um, for the rest of my life really and call them and, and anytime I need to if I need something or if they need something and um, it's a great program to get kind of tied into and, and really grow yourself personally um, as well as uh, business wise as too so uh, I guess core to you you're you're really uh, obviously tied into everything that's going on uh, around Dixon. Um, Kind of what the uh, the big picture in my mind is, you know, where where do you see Dixon? Uh, I guess in the next five uh, and ten years as well too. I mean, there's been a, a whole lot of growth uh, come up downtown. You know, people that that have lived here for a while or lived here and moved, and they come downtown and they see, um, you know, you've got a, a, a Stonefire Pizza Place, Sanders. You've got a, a nice little brewery. You've got a, a hometown bookstore and a couple cool coffee shops and uh, white tablecloth restaurant Lugos and you know it's it's a real experience on on Main Street and and surrounding and you know 46 is growing the industrial parks growing kind of I guess where do you see Dixon being you know 2025 um, you know down the road well one of the things that I really um, kind of hope to see is the 
the small town feel to continue to be here. Uh, what I mean by that is uh, Dixon's a smaller, a smaller community, and with it being a smaller community, we have, I mean, you walk into different places and you see all these people you know. People are friendly. They talk to everybody. We need to keep that feel with, uh, with how we grow, and I think that's a big piece of, of the growth. Do I see Dixon growing over the next five years? 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, we are really the only corridor in around Nashville that has not really exploded. And I think it's been talked about for a really long time, but we're starting to see that. I mean, if you just look right now at the real estate inventory in Dixon County, it's almost non-existent. Um, there's houses, especially under $500,000, or I mean, there's just not a lot out. I talked to a uh, real estate agent the other day, and he said that the really what we're looking at right now is about uh, like it was like I think 87 houses on the market in all of Dixon County, and that may seem like a lot to someone who doesn't know about real estate, but uh, we have way more real estate agents than 87 in Dixon County, so there's not even enough listings for one per real estate agent right now. So um, that's that's just letting you know how many people are moving to Dixon. Uh, they're not only moving from out of state, they're also moving from places like Nashville, Williamson County because of the, the tax hike that just happened. Some of the uh, some of the just craziness that are going on in the big cities right now, you're seeing a lot of influx into these rural communities, which helps in a lot of different ways. Um, Main Street specifically in Dixon, um, I've talked to several people. Actually, one, uh, he's the um, head engineer, um, uh, part owner in Los Designs in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the ones that helped design um, our downtown. He was one of the ones that got awarded the Main Street uh, grants that the city of Dixon got. And um, he uh, he told me that Dixon, he's done several Main Streets throughout, and he said one of the uh, things that he noticed about Dixon is we backfilled all of these buildings in Dixon way more than any other community he's ever seen and way quicker than any other community he's ever seen. Generally, when you revitalize a downtown, it's, it's about a 10-year project. And uh, Dixon did it in about two and a half, three years. Um, you're seeing right now we're about five to six years into this project, and I mean, it's a flourishing downtown. Mm-hmm. There's hardly any vacant buildings. When there's a building vacant, it's being bought, and it's being bought at a retail price. It's not having to be given away. Um, you're seeing um, a lot of that happening in downtown Dixon, which is great. Um, you're also seeing growth in some of the outlying communities. Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Charlotte has Dairy Queen. Charlotte has a new Sweet Charlotte store. Charlotte is a uh, new Justice well. Center. The Justice Center that's mm-hmm. going on there. Uh, you go to White Bluff, and their little Main Street down there has grown mm-hmm. immensely over the past two years. You can go to downtown White Bluff now and spend a whole afternoon, if not two days down there, going to different stores, eating mm-hmm. at different restaurants, visiting with the different places around there. Burns. They've got Moss and Embers now. Mm-hmm. They've got the Mexican restaurant. They've got several places popping up everywhere in uh, Burns. I mean, you can go to Burns, go go to a upscale boutique, and go get you some lunch, which five, six, seven years ago, you could not do that at any of these communities. And so I think when you look at it, Dixon County as a whole, it's just going to continue to grow. I mean, you look at Burns, and, I mean, there's houses going up everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, every every street corner you see. Um, and I've noticed them a lot between the areas of Charlotte and White Bluff. And some of those back roads mm-hmm. going to Creekwood, you drive through there. I remember when I was first here, 
and we would drive from White Bluff to to Dixon, and we go the back roads uh, down 47. You know, you might see four, five, six houses. Now you drive through there, and there's like a hundred houses on the side of the road mm-hmm. just popping up everywhere. Um, and so you can just tell there's a lot of people moving here. Um, it's, it's growing. It's uh, and I think uh, our leaders and officials are doing a great job of of making the growth uh, happen. But we've got to continue to look forward five, ten years from now. Make sure that um, we're growing the correct way, and making sure that the people here still still want to grow. Um, we don't. We can't get locked into that uh, small town mindset where we don't grow. Because if we don't grow, then we're then we're gonna fall behind. And you're gonna see like some of these other cities and communities where their population actually goes down. We don't mm-hmm. want to see that. People want a Chick-fil-A, they want a Publix. It's mm-hmm. hard to get those if you don't have a increased number of households, increased number of people in the community. Rooftops, baby. Absolutely. That's how um, that's how they work. That's how these guys work. They've got a um, Starbucks um, and the likes. They've got a, a rooftop count within a certain square miles, and and if it ain't there, they're not coming. So, um, yeah, I, I, I completely agree with you. Not just is Dixon proper um, growing significantly um and 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 the businesses as well too but but those outskirts i mean especially burns man i mean that that's probably where a lot of the bigger money i guess in the county of dixon is is located now of course you've got some other little spots but as a whole um the ridgelia area spencer mill area is all you know your 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 high value homes um and a lot of that's commuter traffic too uh, as people that it's a it's a quick shot to the interstate, but you're not in Nashville. Um, you know Dixon's location in general is 45 minutes outside of Nashville, an hour south of Clarksville, an hour north of Columbia, and the last set of lights before Jackson. So I mean we're really in a perfectly geographically located area for to kind of catch these people to 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 really have them here. You know the people who who don't really want to drive, but the job growth is coming here, you know, they, they come and stay. And then I think maybe right before you got into the chamber office, uh, the old chamber president, Joey, put in place this Retire Tennessee program as well, too, um, trying to kind of bring out a little bit of a retirement community. And, um, you know, we've definitely got the amenities uh, for them there. So, I mean, I guess, correct me if I'm wrong, I think Dixon County has what fifty three thousand people. Is that about right? We're at about fifty five thousand okay. right now, um, but we expect that to continue to go up over the next few years. Um, obviously, we just had the census this last year. We're looking for those numbers to come in. We're hoping we're going to be closer to that fifty seven, fifty eight thousand uh, people, but we'll see. Okay, yeah, and there's what like fifteen within the city limits. Yeah, we're right at that 15,000 inside of city limits, um, and it is, um, we're expecting that to grow a little bit as well. Okay. Um, on on a uh, aspect of, of leadership, um, not not the program, but, but just leadership within the county. Um, so you, you, you've got County Mayor Bob Ryle, um, City Mayor Donnie Weiss, um, and then of course you're, you're outlying um, leadership, but... Uh, those both of those guys, Donnie and and, and um, Mayor Ryle, have, have have been in office quite some time, um, and have done just uh, an outstanding job um, controlling the growth of this county. Because as you know, um, you can grow too fast. 
Um, and then there's also growth that's too slow. So it's got to be um, real well-timed as far as development, road work, traffic studies, uh, everything like that as well too. But again, you know, you got to kind of look at the reality of things of uh, this leadership's been in place for a while. Um, they obviously um, may or may not want to stay there um, in, until they um, keel over. But um, kind of what, where do you see some leadership changes happening? Maybe I know there's kind of starting to get some youth on some, some council stuff um, as well too, but um, you know, maybe not name specifically, but you know, the next leadership people that step up, uh, what would you kind of like to see them enact, maybe tweak a little bit or, or, or put into place to, to continue this growth that Dixon's having? Well, I think you've seen um, over the past probably probably five or six years, um, boards, committees, community-type liaison roles, they've moved younger people into those roles. Um, obviously, I'm uh, a younger person. Um, Alex Wilson, who is part of the economic development community, he's younger. Um, you've got Jill Young with the county. You've got um, um, JP with the city. You've got a lot of people in leadership roles right now that are, are younger. Um, and I think they're doing that to start bringing people into the community um, and teaching them how to be leaders in the community. Uh, one of the things that Mayor Riles always said is he wants to see the younger people on these boards and on these committees and community uh, pieces. So, you know, over the over the next few years, um, you know, whether that be two years, four years, six years, eight years, I think you're going to see some some turnover in leadership roles. Whether that be people are just uh, ready to pass the baton on to uh, someone else, they feel like their time has been served, or um, or whether there's some young people that just are ready to step into leadership roles. But um, I, I think you're starting to see a lot of younger people getting a little bit more involved, which is good to see. Mm-hmm. Um, we at the Chamber have actually started a young professionals group. Now, with COVID, we haven't been able to do a lot of stuff with that, but i um, one of the things we did with that for were to introduce people that are under 40 to what the community does. Because if they don't know what to do, they don't know who, the people to talk to, it's going to be hard for them to get plugged in. Um, for me, it's easy because I, I'm around these people on a daily basis. I get paid to be around all these community members and community liaisons. Other people aren't as fortunate to have those people um, that they can just pick up the phone and call. Mm-hmm. You know, if I want to go volunteer at the help center, all I've got to do is pick up the phone and call Renee and say, hey, what do you need help with? Mm-hmm. Some other people that are younger may not know Renee. They may not be able to call over there and figure out exactly how that works. And if it's really, really hard, people are probably not going to do it. So I think it's good to introduce our young people as soon as possible to the community. Um, we're also uh, at the chamber. We have uh, brought in an intern uh, through work-based learning through Dixon County High School. And again, part of that, it, it goes to our mission, is to make our community a better place to live, work, and play. And what better way to do that than to introduce these people, these young leaders, into community positions and allow them to learn about what they've got to do um, and, and how government works, how community works. People don't realize that you know, they want something done, they want a road paved, and it doesn't just mean that um, Mayor Rob picks up the phone and says, hey, go pave this road. There's a process behind everything. There's uh, a lot of stipulations on where monies can be spent, 
how monies can be spent. It's not just quite as easy as everyone thinks it is to be a government official, to be in a position that you just go out and um, serve the community on a daily basis, but there's also all these stipulations on how you can do it, what monies you can use for what, and it's uh, it can be very complicated. And so I think when we bring these people in to learn more about what goes on, they're going to get interested in it, and those are going to be our future leaders Um two years, six years, eight years, whenever it is down the road. And I think our leadership now has done a good job of starting to put those people in place. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think you're right. I think this this young professionals group um, leadership, um, as well as some other activities that go on around town, um, you know, before, you know, it's like this BCAD conversation, you know, before COVID, after COVID type deal. But um, whenever that uh, young professionals group was going it blew my mind how many people of that age group I did not know not to say I thought I knew everybody um, but uh, you know I was pretty heavily involved in, in a lot of things and, and my family is you know I'm third generation here uh, my wife's family's third or fourth generation here so um, pretty well tied in to the entire community but whenever we opened the gates to this young professionals deal I mean, we had people from all over. I mean, we had nurses and, um, you know, uh, shift workers. We had, um, you know, people from all different types of professions, home-based businesses uh, that really, really, um, it opened my eyes to like, whoa, this is this is something that could really take off. And I mean, we were having some, some really good numbers and some good participation from those guys. But uh, I think you're right. I think that... Um, I think that it's programs like those, and it's jobs as well too for these younger people. It's um, you know it's it's working at the hospital, or if it's um, you know working at the, the new retail stores that are that are popping up and open, and um, you know there there's ample opportunity for for the youth to not feel like they've got to leave Dixon to go make an actual living wage. Um, I think that. Uh, the way this this town is growing is that we are providing an opportunity, a, a very viable opportunity for for people who want to live a professional life uh, to actually succeed there. So, um, I guess you know, as 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 things move forward, um, do you see maybe Dixon? Um, What's gonna? Do you see anything that maybe put them that may put them on the map? You know, when people think Dixon, um, you know, in my mind, I, I have I've seen, and this this may be wishful thinking or a pipe dream, but um, as you were saying, um, people wanting to get out of the city life of of you know Nashville and even coming west, Bellevue, where I grew up, has exploded, and you know. Prices have skyrocketed, you know, on on cost of living there as well too. So people are kind of moving out, and you know, your next stop's Kingston Springs, and that's a that's a hub. That's that's a that's a hangout place for um, all sorts of people from from billionaires with with great pieces of property right there next to the golf course of Tennessee to locals who've lived there forever. But the terrain isn't really forgiving to to further development. So you know, you 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 jump on to Dixon, and I've kind of seen. Um, some hopes of uh, maybe getting a little bit of a tech hub out here of sorts. Some people that uh, are in the tech community um, who don't really want the overhead to get started but um, need some available space uh, to kind of do their thing and develop and, and produce their product. And um, 
Ron Runyon uh, out of uh, Nashville has come in town and, and started buying up a bunch of property. Uh, he bought the old uh, Mulberry Mill, uh, about 100,000 square foot. Like it was an old pants factory or uniform factory, I think is what it was. So, yeah. yeah, and um, he started kind of building that out as demand comes. And um, there's some, some workspaces in there and uh, some you know common rooms and an event area and an art studio. And uh, I think that... Um, I think that there's about to be some some other available spaces come in that um, you know these guys can can come in and, and feel at home and we can compri- we can provide them with the amenities that they're used to uh, kind of in these in these bigger cities as well. So um, I mean, do you see? Are you getting any kind of feeling of? I mean, obviously we've got an industrial park and um, you know where we are located in in regards to 840 and 40. It's a real easy hub for a lot of these kind of industrial businesses to come into play. But, um, you know, are you seeing a growth or maybe hopeful for any kind of growth in a specific area? Um, you know, just is, is Dixon kind of unique comparatively to, to maybe house uh, some sort of specialty type of, of, of business at all? I'll answer, I'll go ahead and answer your question kind of on the tech side. And then I'm going to tell you kind of personally with the chamber, one of our main goals to kind of put Dixon on the map. So as far as tech companies go, that's, that's a little bit of a a weird, um, that's a a weird industry. Um, And the reason I say that is because um, Dixon County right now doesn't have good enough access for a tech company. And I don't mean access by driving around. I'm talking about broadband access. I'm talking about internet access. Um, now, obviously, Dixon Electric just uh, just a couple months ago has voted, and they're going to be moving forward with broadband. I think once that happens, you might be able to see something like that. Um, and you're probably going to start out with a call center or, or something a little bit smaller scale that'll move into something a little bit more technical. But, um, I mean, they be, they're talking right now what five year is what the build-out is for that. So that's five years down the road. There's a lot that can happen between now and then. Um, so I think that's our biggest hurdle, biggest biggest problem with having a, some sort of tech company come here. Um, I mean, I, I live just a, a, a half a mile outside of um, Dixon City limits, and I don't have Internet. So... Um, when you're talking about those things and tech companies now are, are liking to have a small hub and then have a lot of their people work from home, well, they can't do that if 50% of their workforce has no internet at their house. So I think that's our biggest hurdle there. Uh, chamber specifically, obviously, uh, you probably know that we house the tourism inside of the chamber. So we really think, especially over the next four or five years, rural communities are going to be a new tourism hub. I mean, what was it just last night? Um, there was a shooting at Opry Mills Mall. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're looking at all the craziness that are going on in these big cities, it's making people a little less um, okay with going to these big cities for tourism. Um, and so we've actually seen an influx in tourism, uh, number one, because of COVID. Um, people don't want to go to downtown Nashville because there's way too many people there. So they're coming to small communities. Um, a lot of uh, the store owners and things like that have talked to um, people coming in, and they said they like coming to Dixon because it feels normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny that they say that, but a lot of people, I feel like, feel like that's true. Um, it just feels normal here. Uh, we're still keeping that small-town vibe, that small-town feel. People can socially distance here and still have a great time. Um, last fall, 2020 fall, uh, the Craig Morgan concert was our first stab, first attempt, 
at a concert. It went over, at I mean, to, in my opinion, it went over way better than I think anybody thought. Um, we've actually gotten a board approval for us to start looking at another one this coming up fall, 2021. Cool. And so with that being said, we want to create a music festival in Dixon County that Dixon County is known for. We think that that would be absolutely awesome to have something like that um, for Dixon County. I know over the past year and a half, I kind of got, uh, got I got tired of hearing uh, going to a tourism conference or going to uh, uh, the governor's conference in Nashville, and you hear the um, uh, people that are inside the tourism with the state. They talk about all these places like Mule Day in Columbia, the Banana Pudding Festival. Uh, Strawberry Festival in Portland. You hear all of these festivals, but Dixon never gets mentioned. Um, and so over the next two to three years, we're going to try to change that at the chamber. We're going to try to be that that group, that community that everybody's talking about. And that may not seem like a huge deal to a lot of people that are in Dixon County, but tourism dollars, if we can generate lots and lots of tourism dollars, that will immensely help our community. It'll help our community in taxes. It'll help our community in a lot of different ways. Um, and so that's one of our um, big goals at the chamber is to, to try to put Dixon on the map. And I know um, uh, Mayor Mayor Ryle, Mayor Weiss, uh, both of them, I'm sure, have great um, um, plans as far as some, some of the things they'd like to do to put Dixon County on the map as well. Um, I know their lives have been pretty much consumed over the past eight months uh, on COVID. Um, that's really what has consumed um, a lot of our time. And so um, we're, we're hoping that uh, since vaccines are starting to get out and everything is starting to uh, hopefully return slowly back to what we would consider, I guess, a new normal in 2021, about mid-year. So, uh, You hit so many great points in that answer. Um and I'll just kind of overall say that I, I love living in this community. Um, it, 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 things didn't really necessarily hit the fan, I guess, as hard here as they did um, in other places as well. Uh, again, huge kudos to the leadership here as far as how they handled everything. Um, there wasn't a, a, a massive shutdown of all the businesses. Now there were some restrictions kind of right off the bat, and um, the community handled it well. I mean, every time you turned on the TV, something was on fire or blowing up or somebody was getting shot or beat up and all these um, the craziness going on from, from coast to coast, really. I mean, from, from Portland to, to St. Louis to, um, you know, various other places as well, too, and I'm um, I'm just happy that, you know, for lack of a better description, Dixon kept their shit together. I mean, it was just, uh, everybody kind of band together and, um, you know, really supported each other. And I saw a huge uptick talking to these local business owners and, and more people shopping local. And there was a big push for, you know, quit buying off Amazon if you can find it local. And then there were all these Venmo challenges as well, too, for a lot of these hospitality workers and restaurant workers. And, you know, there was um, a waitress at Zaner's got $1,200. I know Jody at uh, Furnace Brewing got three dollars $400, something like that as well, too. And um, it, it, it really, really made my heart swell uh, to, to just – 
um, see how supportive everybody was um, of this community that, um, you know, isn't huge. You know, there's not a whole lot of cash flow coming through here comparatively. And, and to see that um, I, I can't think of, and I'm, I'm sorry if I'm, I'm, you know, not thinking of somebody, but I don't think that a single business, brick and mortar based business really had to shut their doors. Now they still, they, you know, they may have taken a hit, but um, you know, or made some logistical changes on how they operate. But, uh, I think everybody kind of came out on the other side of this thing. Um, uh, fine, uh, you know, survivable at least. And, uh, that's just a, a big kudos to that. So, um, and I like what you said about feeling normal as well too. It was, you know, that kind of just, uh, in tandem with what we were just saying is that, uh, this is normal. You're going to be met with a smile, um, you know, there's not one business in town that I can specifically call out and say that they've got terrible customer service. You know, they're not going to last too long. This is a small town. And if you, um, you know, if, 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 if you don't suck it up, even if you've had a bad day and put a smile on your face and, and treat your clients well, uh, small town gossip gets around, um, on the, on the interweb and on, on hip Dixon and, and, um, other various places as well too. And, and you can have your bell rung pretty quick if, um, you know, if you're not doing the right thing. So, um, tell me, uh, I've always, I, I like the music fest idea. I mean, look at, look at what happened to Manchester. Uh, they threw Bonnaroo in hell, what 15, I don't know how many years ago it was, it was a good while ago. And, um, you know, that's a little, that's a little bitty town off exit, you know, one eleven in Manchester. And, um, a good old hippie farmer decided to, to sell his land or, or let them lease it uh, for what has turned into one of the biggest music festivals in the country. And um, Dixon does have space for that, you know. I mean, and people obviously don't mind driving out into the country to go do something like that. So I think that's definitely something that's going to be extremely viable in the future, kind of when, when people can start getting a little closer to each other and um, – you know, and, and, and surprisingly, Dixon's got a lot of country music presence in town. I mean, Luke Combs has some property out here. Um, what, was it Ronnie Dunn? Or they've got some out of the mm-hmm. interstate. And then, of course, Craig Morgan um, has some land down here. And there's some some various other uh, kind of artists or, or uh, members of the band that, that do live out this way or in Hickman County. Um, that I think uh, would love to see that and would support it as well too. And then of course, I guess you know our proximity to Nashville makes it makes it really really easy. And I think that would be a, a great driver of business to to for that. But you know, it also gets eyes on Dixon as well too. I mean, that's all we need is you know both of us are in sales and we know it's a, a numbers game. And the more people that you can drive to this community and kind of show it off, I think. Um, I think that's you know that's going to be nothing but but absolute positivity for the county just in general for sure. Um, so there's some some big players in town I guess that um, that are kind of running some things and and um, you know doing positive things for the community. I mean, like I said, you've you've got Ron um, who's who's owns a good piece of Main Street, uh, Mulberry Mill, and a couple other little properties too. You've got. Uh, Eric Thornton, who is um, buying up, you know, whatever he can get his hands on, and and um, you know, I've I've never seen that man really flip something terribly. Uh, he always seems to make something work. Uh, he bought the old um, 
farm out there across from from Montgomery Bell and has turned that into just an absolute pristine, beautiful piece of property. Um, you know, and he grew some hemp out there and and did pretty well with that. And um, you know, Ron has got some some ideas about Dixon as well too. And these are kind of names that you know I think you guys really need to to kind of start hovering around. And um, you know, I've met with Ron and, and done some things with him uh, over the past couple years. And uh, his story about Dixon is great. He lives in Kingston Springs. I think I may have said Nashville earlier, but he lives in Kingston Springs with his family and is kind of. He's just a wheeler dealer kind of guy, and he um, his daughter I think was doing some piano lessons at the Curcio House downtown, and um, he brought her to one of the lessons and and stepped out of the car and just uh, took a look around, and he told me that uh, his daughter said, "Oh no, Dad, not again," and um, then he came into town with a fury and and started buying up property and and has done some some really good things and has some really good plans. And, um, from what I know about him and, and kind of my dealings, that man is, um, a perfect fit for Dixon. Uh, he's willing to help anybody, um, you know, take them under their wing and, 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 and kind of help them get started. Uh, he's got the resources and, and the, and the wherewithal to, to kind of kickstart, you know, whatever you may have. And, and, and it is very flexible. And from talking to Jason as well, too, um, you know, I, I, I think that he, he kind of walked in and said, what does Dixon need? Um, you know, and now as far as how deep it goes or whatever may go on, it was just humbling to hear that from him, that somebody that, that has dealt quite a bit in Nashville and, um, isn't from Dixon. He was willing to work with the County, um, and say, here, I've got these properties and, um, have got kind of a plan together. Uh, but, I want to know what you guys need first uh, before I start just kind of blowing and going. So, um, so I guess overall, um, Dixon again, not seemingly unaffected, but but less affected with with the craziness going on in the world. Um, I guess to kind of take this from a local level to a national level, um, kind of where do you see things going over the next couple months, couple years? I know. Um, you know, they just approved the votes and, um, for Biden and, um, you know, whatever somebody may think about that as far as the, the voter fraud may go or, um, you know, whatever else may have been going on. Kind of where do you see, uh, I guess, our country going over the next couple months uh, to, you know, two or three years? You know, I, I don't think anybody really knows for sure. Um, it's always just a guess, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it, when we woke up on January 1, 2020, nobody thought the year was going to go the way it did this year. Uh, but but kind of what I, what I kind of foresee, I guess you could say, is um, it, it's just going to be a lot more unrest over the next years. Um, unfortunately, I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. Um, you've got people that are uh, radical left and radical right. It doesn't matter which side you're on. Um, but you've got people that I think go a little bit too far uh, on both sides of, of the fence. And um, I think that's going to cause unrest over the next, um, next few years. But um, I think if people, especially uh, in small towns like ours, if they come together and they just look at each other and treat them as, as normal human beings and everybody is people, we can all get along and we can all continue to go forward. If we all had the exact same views, we'd have a pretty boring society. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what makes us great as the American uh, people is that we can have our own opinions. 
Um, now, some of the things that have been going on, I think we can all agree that um, it, it's it's been crazy. And it's kind of been a little bit saddening uh, for America this past year, just to see some of the the hate and, and all the just all the all the craziness that's been going on. Um, and I don't think that it helped that we had people that had been cooped up in their house for six months and complete access to social media. Um, that that can be a um, a endless I guess, black hole mm-hmm. of negativity. Um, and so for me, I, I, I'm, I'm hopeful, I guess, that we can uh, continue to, to move move into a little bit more of a peaceful, calm time over the next couple months to, to three years. Um, but it would not surprise me if there were more unrest that goes on over the next couple years. Um, it's just people are um, are very passionate right now about the things that they believe in. So I don't know. That's that's my two cents um, for whatever that's worth. I think uh, I think um, like I said, I'm hopeful, but uh, nothing will surprise me at this sure. point. Sure. Yeah. And it was just tough to see. I mean, because the economy. You know, whatever you think about Trump. I mean, he hit record highs. Um, you know, in the market. Uh, more more times than anybody else in history, and the economy was just absolutely booming. Job creation was through the roof. He was bringing back manufacturing jobs from Mexico and China, uh, sticking them right here back in the state. We are now an in an oil independent country as well too. We don't have to rely on other people for our oil imports, and um, you know the black and Hispanic unemployment plummeted. Um, you know more people got off welfare than any time in history as well too. So it was just this. It was just this 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 momentous deal that um, you know just strictly looking at the numbers and the results. I mean the the peace deal in the Middle East as well too. He's the only president that never started a war. So I mean if you want to kind of pick out you know these these positive things that have come out of of such unrest, you can. But um, it just seemed like there was this narrative of 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 division as well too and. And racism and, and bigotry and um, just these going ons that um, again I'm glad we don't see um, too terribly much here locally. I know that there's been people experience some things, but it just it doesn't seem vibrant um, like that in this community. And it was you're right, like this this whole division mindset of I'm I'm Republican or I'm Democrat or I'm black or I'm white or I'm a male or I'm a female or, you know, transgender, whatever it may be. I think that, um, you know, this this hippie mindset is as as woo woo as it may seem um, could be the answer to it all is to is to put all that bullshit to the side um, to to just realize that as humans here on Earth, we are one that need to to kind of support each other and. Um, you know, it would be, it would be great, uh, to have somebody, um, from a, from a leadership position to actually push that, this, this message of if it bleeds, it leads, you know, um, kind of deal that goes on on the mainstream media. Every time you wake up in the morning, I myself have distanced myself from most mainstream media just because I I don't. Not that I'm trying to turn a blind eye to what's going on, but um, it just seems like there there's a lot of good out in the world, and it never really necessarily seems to get reported. And 
and a lot of people kind of get stuck, like you said, those deep, dark rabbit holes of, 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 of any kind of social media or, or mainstream media or family as well, too. I mean, there's just, there comes this time to where you, you got to recognize how you feel or, you know, are you, are you becoming depressed? You know, do you have these knots in your stomach? Are you constantly ridden with fear, you know, and that may be a time to kind of make a change in your life and, and how you operate and how much news you take in and, um, you know, who you're talking to, who you're, who you're dealing with on a daily basis. I mean, with, with growth comes pain, but, but, but after that pain, you, you kind of, you get over that hurdle, um, for the time being and, and become a different person, a better person along the way, hopefully. So, um, no, I think you're right. You know, whatever may happen, um, over the next several months, years, uh, I just hope and pray that, um, the good old boy system in the beltway of Washington, um, decides to take a step back and, and kind of realize, um, what's been going on. Um, I know a lot of people aren't necessarily interested in, in much other than local politics and, 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 and previously, it really hasn't mattered that much. Um, I say that, I mean, to those, you know, to those who, who live local, stay local, whatever it may be, it, it doesn't. And like we said earlier in the podcast is that our local leadership has just been um, outstanding in, in, in the growth of this community and kind of how they treat people and, um, you know, the opportunities they give, they give the people around them. So um, I guess kind of as we move forward, um, just have that mindset of, of, of don't judge people. Um, everybody's on their own path and you never know what's going on in their life. And, and if they're rude to you or mean or whatever it may be, just, just brush it off, um, and ask them if they need anything. So, um, what else do you got anything that's kind of on your mind as far as, um, what you want to bring to the table or, or let anybody know? Well, I mean, just what you said at the end, I always tell my ladies in the office, um, when somebody comes in, if they yell, if they scream at you, don't take it personally. Um, you never know if they do- dropped a whole box of uh, Dixon Donuts on the way out the door that morning. You know, I mean, that made me pretty ticked <laughs> that off. That would for ruin the whole my day, day for sure. <laughs> um, you just don't know what, what they're going through, what what they've got got going on in their lives. And I think if we um, if we just just use go by the golden rule, treat everybody else like we want to be treated. I think it'd be a great world to live in. Um, I know I fail at that a lot of times, and um, you know, I'll judge people more than um, I would want them to judge me. So um, it's one of those things. I think everybody looks in the mirror and just treats everybody like they want to be treated. I think uh, we can continue to move on. And again, I appreciate you having me on the podcast. And it was great to talk a lot about Dixon, a lot about what we got going on, a little bit about what's going on in the world. And you know, I'm I'm always uh, always willing to come talk and. Um, I, I enjoy stuff like this, and if there's ever any other topics you want to speak on or, or talk on other than just Dixon and stuff, just let me know. We can talk about them. Absolutely, absolutely, and um, to your point is the golden rule. Karma is is very real. What you put out, you will get back, so um, just keep that in mind, and um, Corey's a good dude. He's got some good plans. He's young with a lot of energy and has got a good group of people working around him as well, too. Alex um, with economic development is in the same office. So they're constantly, um, kind of bouncing things off each other. And, and both of them are in the know there's, um, you know, I'm sure some, some degree of separation, but, uh, proximity wise, you know, their offices are, are right across the entryway. So, um, you know, everybody's 
everybody's really kind of holding together and, and, and we're pushing this thing through and um, plan on, on, on making this a weekly deal. I, we're not going to do them live and I may record several at a time and, and just release them once a week. But uh, y'all get ready because um, somebody has decided to allow me to have a microphone and uh, when that happens, um, <laughs> when that happens, uh, things get crazy. So uh, I sure do appreciate you guys listening. See you next week.